Hello and welcome to the Extra Club podcast. This is the podcast where we don't just motivate and inspire you, but we also give you practical hints, tips and strategies on your way to finding your extra to become extraordinary. We are relationship and behaviour experts and professional coaches, Mark and Nikki Taylor. And each episode, we will discuss different challenges, issues and problems that we all face. And give you solutions, hints, tips and strategies that give you the extra in your life to make you happier, healthier and more successful. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Extra Club podcast. Welcome back, Mrs. Taylor. Hello, Mr. Taylor. How are you today? <laughs> I'm excellent. Haven't seen you for ages, no, Mrs. You Taylor. Haven't. Mr. Taylor's been on calls today. He's yeah. been locked in his room. Very busy, very busy. With actually showing a very hardworking attitude, I may say. You weren't having conversations, were you? I tell you what, you know, it's funny you should say that because, do you know, today's podcast is all about how to start a conversation. Which may sound a very strange thing to do. Now, why is it important? Well, actually, people will only engage with people who they're they're similar to, who they like. And we talk about this in in rapport in the trainings. But the very basis of that is actually being able to have a a conversation. And so that's what we're, we're talking about today. And why might you want to start a conversation? Well, I think, first of all, the thing to remember is that humans are inherently social. And so interaction with others actually does improve mental health and it also improves our well-being. And I think we found that with the lockdowns, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it affected a lot of people just because they couldn't just pass the time of day with people. And also, you know, if you are talking with someone, if you're in a position of maybe if you're doing an interview with someone or, you know, they're not in as much of a comfortable position as you are, then actually having a chat with them and talking about things that are not necessarily important actually puts people at ease. Oh, and do you know something? It's better than having those awkward silences. I don't think you ever would, Mr. Teddy, because you're a bit of a chatterbox. So I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah? <laughs> but yeah, it puts people at ease. And I think, personally, I think it's really interesting to talk to new people because everyone has got a story. Everyone has. Everyone. We're very curious about people. And I think the thing to remember is you may actually be the only person that that person has spoken to for a while. You know, you don't know their 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 background and what's going on for them. So it's nice to be nice. That's really nice, isn't it? I think so. That's a nice thing to say, isn't it? So let's get into. So what, what are we talking about here? You know. Yeah. So conversations. Th- first of all, some people listening to this may just be thinking to themselves, "Well, what's the point?" of doing a, a podcast and talking about conversation because it's it's really easy to just start a, a, a conversation. Well, for you, maybe, but for other people, it may not be. It may be something that's excruciatingly uncomfortable. So we're just going to talk a little bit about, uh, well, what we're talking about in terms of conversation, and then we'll give you some tips on and how to easily start a conversation because, after all, it is a process, isn't it, Mr Taylor? It certainly is like everything in life, Mrs Taylor. And, and so I suppose what we're talking about here is what may be known as making small talk. Maybe. Yes, it certainly is, yeah. Now, I didn't, I wasn't in the past particularly comfortable with uh, conversations. Now I'm talking way back in my teens, uh, very early 20s. 
and I would easily get overwhelmed because we've spoken about overwhelm before when I was talking to, to uh, people who were in authority. Oh, right, okay. You know those like scary people, like teachers and... Uh, oh, I think I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Some people might say you are still. Oh! Oh, is this when you were you were doing your, your previous job? I think. Yes, in the previous life, yes. Yes, I can imagine. But I, I would say, I probably think you had no problem talking to blokes at nightclubs. But there we go, that's a different subject. I think you're just stepping over the mark there, Mr Tim. I think you need to be extremely careful. <laughs> so the first book I actually bought was called Confident Conversation, which to an extent was okay, but the problem was it didn't really go into enough enough depth for me. It took me some time to uh, to get to that point where I was com confident having conversations, which was the whole point of the book. And something else I just want to, to mention is, just because people might not like to hear this, Mr Taylor, but just because you think you're good at conversations, I'm going to say it. Du, du, du. Others might actually disagree because what you may be doing is you may be committing one of the conversational deadly sins. Now, I've never heard of this, Mr. Taylor. This is all new to me. Are you a little concerned that you may be committing one of them? <laughs> Who knows? This could be a revelation, folks. Well, let's see. Let's see. OK, so I'm going to run them past you and you can tell me. OK, so some people and you will know these people, you people listening. Some people just talk at other people. They just talk at them. So they really, all they do is they actually talk about themselves. Do you know anybody like that, Mr Taylor? Nope. Okay, that's fine. Nope, nope. I'm not saying you do that, by the way. I'm just, just asking the question. I'd have to know who I am first. <laughs> then one of the other conversation deadly sins is asking a question and then not listening to the answer or changing the subject when you're halfway through talking to them. Those conversational butterflies... Have you ever come across those? I have. I find it exhausting talking to those people because you'll start to talk about something and then the next thing they're just off in a different direction. Lack of focus. And halfway through a sentence sometimes. Some people might say that's rude. Could be a visual person. Yeah, they Maybe. could be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if they've got a highly visual preference, then the pictures are coming in very fast, so they change track. Yeah, I know you do that sometimes. I do now, do this that is. This is one, Mr. Taylor. I'm not going to say it's you, but you might want to listen very carefully, okay? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so the people who show no interest in what you're saying, there's a caveat to this, I'll explain it in a moment. So when you're talking with them, they might start checking their phone or they might start looking around the room. Now, this could indicate, in terms of NLP, that someone is a mismatcher. And by mismatching... We just mean that actually doing the opposite to what you're doing, yeah, which is just an unconscious. And actually, it could be, and this is about values, and this is what happens between myself and Mr. Taylor, is that I have a value that if I'm talking, I only know people are paying attention if they're looking at me. Yeah, Nikki's got to look at me to know I, you're, I, you're listening. That's quite complicated. It was, wasn't it? Wasn't it? <laughs> and, so, and so if I start talking... And Mr. Taylor then starts, like, looking around or doing something else. I don't know. He's actually listening to me. So sometimes I'll just stop mid-sentence. And I can actually multitask. Yes. Although there is some evidence to say that if you do more than one thing at a time, you don't do either of them properly. So I'll just mention that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's a good opportunity. So, sorry, is... folks. This is uh, now relationship therapy. <laughs> 
Big, this is this is new feedback to me. Anyway, what did you say? I was on the phone. <laughs> Just kidding. So even if you think you're good at conversation, I think, we think, it's really good to make it conscious every now and again to check that you're not committing one of those conversational deadly sins. See, I, I think there's also another one. It's the conversational deadly sin of using the word but. Oh, right, OK. That's a real no-no but, to me. But, but hold on a minute. Yeah, you mean that's that? right. Those people who, you're, you're having a conversation, you may be given a point of view or an opinion, and they go, yeah, 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 that's OK, but. And then they say something different. As soon as they say but, I'm like, forget it. Forget it. I'm now not listening because you're just butting me. You've rubbished what I said, and you've said to me I'm not listening to you. So I, I think that should be added to the list. Mrs. I'll add it to the list, Mr. The, Taylor. The butters. So when someone does that, what, what does it feel like for you inside? Well, I, I don't get emotional over it. It just feels like I'm not being listened to. Mm. It's like you've not listened and all you're doing is listening to talk. Mm. You're not listening to actually converse with me. Yeah, waiting you're, for their turn. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, I get that. You I've, know I've those seen people. people. I do, Mr. Taylor. I do, Mr. Taylor. And, you know, this can be something that people do without even realising. So that's why we're saying it's really good to make it conscious. Yeah. So one of the things that, uh, how this com this came about, we were actually coaching someone a number of years ago, weren't we? It was a, a young guy and uh, he actually didn't know how to make friends. He didn't know how to have conversations. So what Mark and I did was we actually did a lot of research and, uh, and also studied a number of people to actually come up with a process of how to have a conversation because a conversation is a process, is it not? Yeah. I think so. I think so. I was waiting for you to speak then. Oh, sorry, I was on the phone. <laughs> you take things too far, you know, Mr <laughs> Taylor. OK, so let's talk about the process of conversation because it may not be something that you've thought about and if you do struggle any time, then you know, this is, is a good thing to come back to. So first of all, number one, you make a statement if you're starting the conversation. So you make a statement about something which is general that the person can associate with, for example, just what's going on around you. Something like, oh, the traffic seems worse than, worse than ever today. What was it like when you came in? Some sort of common experience. Weather's always good, isn't it, Mr Taylor? Weather's always a good one. Yes, or, or, or when we used to go on holiday, you know, <laughs> have you been on your summer holiday? Where did you go? Yes, absolutely. And then when they reply, because they will and say something, then briefly what you do is you summarise what they've said in a few words and then you add something to the conversation for yourself. So, for example, after the question that you've asked at step one, if they were to say, oh, actually, it was really busy. I think it must be everyone coming into town for their Christmas shopping. You could then respond. That'd be odd at this time. Yeah. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. But they don't know they might be listening to it at Christmas, oh, Mr. True. Taylor. So it would be perfectly natural. So then you could respond with something like, I think you're right, everyone must be coming in for their Christmas shopping. Have you got much left to get? Ah, so you summarise and then you add something on the end. You do, because it gives them something that they can come back I like with. that, because that's saying you've listened to me. Yeah, it does, yeah. So you're summarising what they're saying and adding a little bit more to it. Because by adding that little bit more, what you're doing is you're giving them something else that they can pick up on and then make another comment on. In NLP terms, we call that a backtrack frame. Yes, that's very true. So you don't have to go into very much detail because otherwise it sounds like it's orchestrated, but that's what people do when they're being listened to. So then the next step is you just keep this conversation going. So just being careful with summarising what they've said as, as described because it can sound a little bit robotic, you know, if it just sounds like you're just constantly repeating it. I've heard those people who sound robotic when they do that. 
I thought you were going to do it in a very I just did it. <laughs> I thought that was your normal voice. Sorry about that, Mr. Taylor. <laughs> so go with what sounds natural and feels natural for you, otherwise it does sound artificial. To make it sound even more natural, you can add other things into the conversation. So it might sound something like this. Let's let's use the same example. So that we're, uh, we're doing the same thing. Are you ready for this, Mr. Taylor? I don't know. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully you've caught me a bit off guard with this. I didn't know there were deadly sins for conversations. <laughs> and now and now uh, uh, I've got to practice your, your little process. Good, OK. OK, let's I go for it. Okay. So I'm going to start with. So the traffic seems worse than ever today. What was it like when you came in? Oh, it was really busy. I think it must have been everyone coming into town for their Christmas shopping in January. <laughs> I think you're right. Everyone must be coming in for their Christmas shopping. Now, actually, I was hoping to get mine done by now, but this year has gone by so quickly. And here I am again, last minute, just trying to find what I can find. And there's not much left. So have you got much left to get? Well, I, I think I found the same as you. But, it, you know, it was all very much last minute. And yeah, I've got lots still to do. Oh my goodness. Um, the good thing is, though, what I've found is that the later I leave it, I can get stuff in the sales. <laughs> so all I do is carry on the conversation like I would do naturally. So Nikki would now summarise. Yep. And then introduce a new topic to keep the conversation going. But you don't have, it's not like word association where you have to go back to the original. You know, the, the, this is just really a structure for you to practice so that you know what you're doing and then you can take it forward and, and before you know it, it will actually become habit and it will be really comfortable. And as we say, for a lot of you, this will be a natural process, uh, something we do automatically. But it's always good, folks, to check that you are still doing it well. So it is really good. This is a really good thing to make conscious, to just check how you're doing with your conversation. Because as Nikki said at the beginning, sometimes we think we're good and then we may get surprised when we find people give us feedback that we're not quite as good as we thought. So it's always good to have things uh, to hand, you know, sort of stock subjects, which are things like the weather, maybe popular television, things maybe going on in the media, although you have to be careful with that because that can uh, cause problems. Um, and as we said, weather is always a good option. So... One last tip, if that's okay, Mr. Taylor. Yep, you've just got time, Mrs. Taylor. Yep, so relax, because conversation should be enjoyed. So just relax, no one's going to judge you, be genuine, be yourself, and really be interested in what the other person has to say. That's the most important thing for me. And just practice, because the more you do it, the easier it will become, and before you know it, you'll be chatting away without even thinking about it. That sounds perfect, Mrs. Taylor. You know... There was so much stuff within that that I'm taking away. I mean, the conversation process, I think, is fantastic because I did help write it. So um, so I do think that's good. And also the deadly sins, the deadly sins of you commit during your conversations. I, I think there's a lot for us there to sort of chew over and make our conversations really great. I think so. And remember, it's the basis of rapport. Absolutely. Well, I'm off to practice, Mrs. Day. Right I don't know about you. So, uh, bye for now. Bye for now. That was the Extra Club podcast. We hope that you're leaving with some great things that can help you in your life every day. To get more invaluable content, please make sure that you're subscribed to the show on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode and feel so inclined, please leave us with a five-star rating and comment with a review. If you see the value... Please also share it with someone else who needs it. Sharing is caring.
Thank you for listening and making your choice to find your extra. Until next time, bye bye for now. now.